Oh my god, I need this. Where's the water? Where's the water? Just eat snow. You notice something light and gentle on your left forearm. And then and then you hear a nom. What? <laughs> what? what? They said eat snow. Daniel, you're making weird face. Do you need to go to the bathroom? Like, we can all uh, give you some space. Well, no, There, it, it sounds like there's a train or something like that. It could be a flying space train. You are paralyzed for the next three hours. Highly effective. I die. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, Snow. I'm very useful for this kind of stuff. Thank you very much. Maybe you can get some firewood or. Fireworks. Got it. Okay. I heard you ran off and I rolled a d20, so your fate is sealed. No! (laughs) You see, there seems to be a path all the way through, and it is actually lit. Welcome back to the Odd Campaign Season 3, Episode 11. I am Quentin, your GM, here, surrounded by the usual suspects, my casting crew. Sound off one, two, and give me a nice introduction of you. Hi, I'm RL, and I play Alais, spelled alias for no specific reason whatsoever, because she is a Russian spy. (laughs) Uh, Redact that. Not a Russian spy. Uh, A regular girl from Wisconsin who just has some very interesting accents. Hi guys, I'm Snow and I play Snow in the podcast. She is the leader of the Odd Guild alongside with her faithful wolf companion, Nachia, who is the king. Thank you, Nachia. Very good. Snow has been all this time looking for her ex-boyfriend, Blaine Anderson. God knows if we'll find him. And if not, well, who knows if that relationship with Wilson will ever progress. (laughs) Hi, everyone. My name is Daniel, and I play Daniel. I'm the cleric of the group, and I heal people when I feel like it. Mostly Sal. And I'm Mohit. I play uh, Sal in the game, who his real world's name is Ash. Um, I'm the resident screw-up of the group. I'm often the one taking this quote-unquote healing from Daniel. All right, and as I mentioned, I am Quentin the GM here, and we're going to go with a brief recap before we jump back into things. So, my lovely players, for the audience back at home, what do you all remember happened last episode, and what was your favorite part? Uh, So got uh, separated from the group, and Sal got separated from the group, respectively. (laughs) The most memorable and your favorite part. Their names are Jim, Jim, Jim and Jimbo, Jimbo, respectively. respectively. (laughs) They play the clarinet, clarinet, and and bassoon. Wow. (laughs) I don't know what that's from. That's from our podcast. Two episodes ago. Yeah, like three episodes. I I can't remember things, apparently. And the bassoon. 
Well, the last thing I remember, actually, it's not even the last thing I remember. I definitely remember that Sal got lost, but the most memorable moment was all of the weird relationship building between Daniel and Elias. Uh, friendship. Friendship uh, building. Yeah. That's friendship. a relationship. That is a Friendship building. It is a relationship. It was friendship building. Of friends. There was a ship. Platonic relationship building. Platonic. There, there was robot, a ship. But yeah. 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 There, it was kind of like going in circles, though. So last episode, I remember that Wilson purposely climbed a tree to fall down it to hold hands with snow on purpose, because that's how you build relationships in a natural way. He fell for her. What can you say? Good point. Good point. (laughs) And uh, Sal, as usual, is on the verge of dying. No one knows how or why, but we'll find out. He's not dead. Yes. But he might be. (laughs) On today's episode of Sword Art Online, ah, boom. Uh, real quick question, just as a precursor. Don't you know? be looking at me. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> how, how do you feel about uh, body mutilation and or uh, potential replacement of limbs or vital organs? Potential replacement of limbs and or vital organs. Yeah. I'm never too attached to my arms. Same, I I same. Them. Yeah. Just, just specifically the arms? Okay. No, 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 no. Just really anything. Anything? Yeah. Okay. You're you want to get you want to get wild with it, you know, with certain other appendages. I will give you permission to do so. Amazing. Okay. What right. Your left pinky toe. Just sure, the let, toe. Let's let's go with left Shoots pinky lasers toe. now. All righty. Um, I was I was more so thinking of a cod piece, but all righty. <laughs> roll a fortitude save just to to start everything off. Uh, that was a low roll. Hang on. I got a nine. Oh, spicy. Yeah. Groggily and in a daze, you slowly begin to awaken, but you notice a couple of things. As juxtaposed to the rugged outdoors which you were previously trapped in, you find yourself in a much more temperate room, somewhat controlled environment, and you find it much easier to breathe, just in general. Ooh, that's a lot better. It's a lot better. Am I surrounded by water? As you sit up, you find that you're on some form of metal table and there is a light blue sheet covering your lower half. Why does this feel like the doctor's office? You look around and there are multiple bright shining lights piercing into your eyes (laughs) suspended from uh, a ceiling from metallic beams and structures. All around there are glass cases filled with vials and various other instruments of scalpels and drills nearby. <laughs> I literally just got my wisdom teeth removed. Why do I gotta do it in the game? Uh, and as you're getting up and starting to sit upright, you notice a woman scurry in. She has long blonde hair that's kind of pulled back uh, into a bun, and she's currently wearing a, a light blue surgical mask and is wearing what appears to be a nurse's uniform. Ooh. Oh, dearie, don't, don't get up, please. No, no, you're not well enough yet. You're still recouping after the surgery. Well, hello. <laughs> Who might you be? Oh, my name would be Rosemary Lacena. Doesn't matter what your last name is. <laughs> Oh, oh dear, it God. does. What a beautiful first name, Rosemary. I'll tell you what, roses are the finest smelling flowers in the whole world. I wouldn't know. None of them grow here. Uh, but regardless of that fact, uh, this is just an acknowledgement. They're waiver. almost as beautiful as you are. If you wouldn't mind, and she hands you a clipboard, and you see that it's 
almost some sort of notice. It's not something you technically agree to more than that you acknowledge. It's, it's dated by the Bureau of Preservation under the Department of Medical Assistance. Bureau of Preservation. Mm -hmm. Say, Rosemary, what's that supposed to mean? Oh, you're currently in the, the preservation ward under the Bureau of Preservation. This is where anyone goes to get medical attention and or any necessary surgeries. Necessary surgeries? One of our scouting parties uh, found you out in the woods. You were passed out, almost frozen near to death. We had to do uh, a number of restorative and reparative things. Wait, I've seen this one. What year is it? Are we 70 years in the future? Did I freeze in ice? No, you, you seem to have passed out somehow in the middle of the woods. Uh, you couldn't have been there for more than the night. Uh, some of our, our miners uh, found you roaming about. Uh, they were venturing out a little further into the woods, uh, luckily, and they were able to find you. A stroke of good luck, if you ask me. Hmm. Well, Rosemary, can't turn down a sign from you. So if you could then, just sign right there on the dotted line. You got a pen. I, of course. And she hands you one. Wow. Big tube. Two-point font. Wow. The best kind of disposable pen. Would they have pens in this realm? Yes, this uh, game they, was sponsored they, by They Bic. would have pens, but they, they would be ink pens. Like fountain pens. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wow. What a mighty fine pen that you, you got there. And then I, I sign it in print letters. Sal. S-O-W in lowercase. Yeah. <laughs> Lowercase. As close to Comic Sans as possible. Hmm, so you must be one of the common folk. I haven't seen you here before, and we didn't have you on record of any of our files, which was quite odd. I must be one of the common folk? Well, Rosemary, some people may call me a common folk, but in reality, I am a very dashing man, if I do say so myself. Ah, but I'm the, sure you'll find out. The, the nomenclature is quite indicative, of course, because only those of a higher echelon would be graced with a last name. Well, I have a last name. It's water. <laughs> oh, oh, by all means, then. Um, it, and, and she would change your your print, and she would write Sal, but she would write Sal von Amnes. Bruh. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. That's not how you spell water, you dumb. That's <laughs> not how you spell water, Rosemary. <laughs> Do you say this? Yeah. Why? God. It's not how you spell water. Why do you do this to yourself? Oh, I'm oh. sorry. I should shut up. I I'm I'm not allowed to give you ideas. Oh, oh pardon. Um, is is there a, a different nomenclature in which you're ascribed to? I don't know it, it from all the various districts what some of the uh, aforementioned precursory names are. Well, I could show you. I could show you the whole world. Well, please, if you could just sign on the dotted line, quite honestly. I'm not entirely sure how big this one is, but but sure, yeah, I'll I'll sign. Okay, what do you actually sign? Uh, Sal. Just just Sal just once Sal. again. Yeah, once again. What? <clears throat> oh, all right. Um. Well, let me go ahead and and document this, and I will send this over and see if the uh, Department of Resources has anything on this. Um. And as, as once we find out all of your paperwork, you're you're absolutely free to go. But do um be aware that the inquirers will be coming to see you shortly. Inquirers. Of course. Hmm. Well, unless you would rather pay up front. I, I don't know what belongings you have wait, to your person. Wait, wait, Do you take quadruple A insurance? Do you take musical performance you as take, a yeah. form of payment? <laughs> I, could, I could put on a show for, for you know, 
acting, not not any other kind of show that oh, um, most well, people would be. I, I, I'm I'm not uh, particularly in charge of the, the more financial side of things. Uh, the inquirers will, though, come to collect their due. Okay, <laughs> all right, whatever you say. Rosemary. Um, if you could, uh, there is a subsequent form right there left on the bench next uh-huh. to you. Uh, it's just going to request uh, where your current residency is and uh, where the best way to find you is. Okay. It'll make their job a lot easier. Oh, sweet. All right. Okay. Um, can I roll a sense motive? Sure. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad I gave him these dice. Crit. Fail. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it seems like a perfectly harmless document. Um, that just you're, they're trying to get a little wait a minute. Try, wait a she's minute. trying to get to know you better, and you feel very inclined to fill it out. You assume that she's trying to get your deets so that she can hit you up later to explain it in words that you better understand. Ooh, I'm down for that. Okay. Um, <laughs> alrighty. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I sign it and I put, uh, you know, Snow's residence, um, the, the guild hall. Um, Do you just write Guildhall? Yeah, I write down Guildhall, and because I don't know where it is, I, I write down Guildhall. This um, is entirely in character for Sal, so yeah. And in real life, <laughs> I, I would do this. I'm really bad with directions. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, I write down Guildhall. Um, I say, talk to the butler when you get there. Amazing. What was his name again? Gregory? Yeah, yeah. talk to Gregory when yeah. you get there. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah, you are free to roam about the cabin. She left through a double-wide door uh, that seems to have is a push door with a bar, and there are windows so uh-huh. you can see through it. And That's it seems question. like on the other side. Yeah. Can I perception check my body? Sure. 23. You do notice that uh, after examining the entirety of your outside body, not much seems to change, but then you get up towards your neck, and there seems to be almost a a lined structure, almost bulbous in nature, kind of like on both sides of your neck. And like I said, you've been finding it a lot easier to breathe recently. No, no. Did they take away my gills? And there does seem to be a transcript of the operation. All right. Okay, I'm going to read it. What does it say? It says subject was experiencing severe respiratory issues and hypothermia, which was leading to critical condition. Subject was first reheated in a steam bath, and then operation began on the subject's lungs, replacing a lot of the respiratory system that was currently in place. Oh, my God. It says that pneumatic enhancements have been operated on your respiratory system. Enhancements? Mm-hmm. These are they, these are an enhancement. Hmm. <sighs> this is gonna take some getting used to. Okay. You are breathing. Much, I'm, I'm breathing much perfectly easier. fine, but I am cautiously optimistic about the lack of gills because the whole thing is like I need this gill to know that I am an essential part of this group. Mm, okay. Mm. And and let's say there's a water level. Let's say you, mm. GM, design a water level. I definitely universally have. loved by all gamers. It is. It okay. Is true. And then I'm could be the only one who can solve it. Who knows? It is an enhancement. It is an we'll enhancement. We'll have to we'll have to play around. Correct. Okay. I can um, breathe perfectly fine though. Do I feel the need for water? No, you don't feel the need for water. Okay. Sweet. So I'm not parched. Nice. Okay. You actually um, feel invigorated, like you have been taken very good care of. And even in the transcript, it notes that uh, vitamin supplements uh, have been administered and that you were given a drip to make sure that you were uh, and fed multiple meals while unconscious. Can I can I perception check the jars, the vials of the vials, like the, the jars, that, the jars of liquid? 
that are just around the room in general because they're like I'm trying to cases. find my gills. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, you yeah, you can perception to see if you can find your gills. Yeah. 29. You better tell me. You better tell me. So as you're looking around the room, you you realize that your gills aren't in any given jar, but it look I mean, your gills are almost still attached to you. It it just seems like they have a precursory lining above them. Hmm. And it seems like if if you try and peel it away, it almost feels like a scab, but it's like a metallic scab and it is like attached attached to your skin. If you were to try and tear this off, it would rip the skin with it. Ooh, that's painful. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm going to try to find the door. Yeah. No, you you definitely you saw the double door that was Okay, the, okay. The well, I'm going to go through the double door. I'm, wait, hold on, hold on. Before I do that, am I wearing any clothes? Uh you are currently in uh perfect like white trousers uh, and uh, like boxers. Uh, other style. than that, uh you're not not really. Not my style. Do I find any clothes around the room uh, there, in my perception check? Uh, there is a there's a light blue robe kind of just in the corner. That's about it. You know what? And, 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 and hospital slippers. Okay, you know what? I'll just go shirtless outside. Okay. Do you I'm take the do hospital that. slippers? Yeah, I'm trying to impress someone. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go through the I'm gonna go through the All right, you put on doors. your you put on your blue fuzzy slippers and yes. you start making flip flop in your way. Not because your feet have flippers, because the slippers. Yeah, the slippers. I, I, yeah. Uh, as you're walking down this large and pristine white walkway. It seems like an absolutely massive structure. As you exit the double doors, you see long hallways arching both left and right. Is there anyone like in the? Is there anyone in, in within sight? Because I'm trying to find the inquirers. Oh, you're trying to find the inquirers. I'm trying to pay my bills here, okay? Because okay. I'm an upstanding citizen of society, and yeah, you know, you see a couple of individuals. There's actually an individual in a wheelchair somewhat down the hall. And another person who you can see through a glass window looks like they're working with a nurse and they're doing bicep curls. Like they might be in rehabilitation. Can I, and can you I, do here, actually. Mm-hmm. Could Rosemary please come to the front office? Thank you. Okay, well, I'm going to try to follow any signs I see to get to the front office. So as you look down your right, it does seem to be that there is signage posted uh, on the ceiling, hanging from the ceiling, mm-hmm. and it has an arrow pointing down the left of the corridor to your right. This is a nice hospital. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down that way. All right. Yeah. And you make your way up to what seems to be a large, spacious room. It opens up uh, the ceiling previously down this corridor was only like 10 feet tall, but it actually opens up and curves upward. Large glass windows arc with the ceiling as well. So it's almost like a dome, longer than it is wide. It's not perfectly spherical. It's more like a half cylinder, if you would, where the building's arcing. Uh, And in the midst of it, there are just chairs lining every single which way, and it seems like there are dozens of these corridors, and there is just one individual sitting behind a plain white desk, and you hear the ticking and tapping of what may be a typewriter. I'm going to approach that person and be like, and be like, hey, I'm Sal. Pardon me, who are you? Sal, (laughs) S-O-W, I'm mildly scared. Do you have your identification on you? Uh, I did. Uh, you're requiring your personal belongings. I see. And yeah. you see uh, what appears to be 
um, a, a grizzled, older-looking woman uh, with, like, long white hair pulled uh-huh. backwards, uh, and she's currently smoking a cigarette. Yep. Uh, she's she's wearing a light blue button-down shirt, but she has a white coat over it. She's kind of, like, hunched over, and she's typing mm-hmm. at this typewriter. Let me see what I can pull out of the database. Thanks, Wazowski. <laughs> Are you mocking me? <laughs> no. No, I'm not. You just remind me of someone I'm very fond of. I get that a lot. <laughs> and you just hear her tick away at a typewriter, and as she hits the return stroke key, you see her, and it seems as if something almost falls down a spiraling metal carousel, and it's rolling down in an orb, and then it rolls onto her desk, and you hear a ding. And she unscrews this little ball, and in it is a in like a furled up scroll, which she pulls out. Uh, we we have your personal belongings back in the. Um, I mean, where, where did they put them? Oh, you had some interesting equipment on you. Uh, not it was actually under review. Uh, most of it was deemed useless junk, though. Uh, so it hey. actually ended up going to the archive. Uh, you can speak with uh, uh, the overseer in the archive to get your belongings. Uh, we're gonna find that. We're gonna find the overseer. Oh goodness! Oh right. Um, uh, they they did inform me that you didn't have any identification on this, and that you're apparently new in town. And I'm new in town. <laughs> well. Enjoy your stay for the next 10 years. And she hands you the slip, and it does have little directions on the back um, where it tells you to exit this building, go down about two blocks to the left, and you should see a rather large building. Okay, I'm going to go down that way, see the large building, enter the said large building. Yeah, before all that, though, my guy, please calm down. Uh, You think you you go on places. I am going Um, places. You are going places. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm going places with rosemary platonically. Platonically. Obviously. Completely sure. platonically. We'll, yes. We'll go with that. Platonic. By the way, as you're as you're leaving towards the exit, the entire front of the building is almost entirely made of glass. Mm-hmm. And there's multiple sets of these double wide glass, like complete glass doors with these metal bars. And you're able to vaguely see out into the street before you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like a bustling populace, but as you go to open the door, you are blinded by the radiant sunlight and are recouping after your most recent surgery as you step out into a brave new reality. And that is where we're going to transition over to the other group, because I don't want to give too much away. So the rest of my, uh, my, my my guild of adventurers, we last left off and you were at a mountain pass, if I remember correctly. Is that about right? That, that would be right. We were cutting up on it. Yep. All right. So all of you stand before this mountain pass and you are greeted by a welcoming sight of human innovation. There seems to be train tracks leading towards a massive structure up further in the distance. That tower that you saw last time, which seems to be made of a black, almost reflective substance. And you more actively hear uh, the sounds of humanity ebb nearer to you. More clearly defined is the sound of the pickaxe striking rock and ore and machinery conversing, people talking, and even the faint sound of music and like an old school gramophone almost echoing down the mountainscape. All right, finally, civilization. Yep, sounds like we've got people here. Do we want to head in? I don't see why not. I don't, I don't know what else we would do. Hopefully someone here found Sal. Huh. Yes, that, that would be the hope. Oh, yeah, gosh. definitely. Mm. Or maybe, who knows, maybe he found them before we did. Ash did have a head start. What are we calling him? 
I think it's Sal. But, so, he, but he said Ash. Ash. But that's Sushi. but that's his real name. Sal would be his username. We call him Sal. We call him Ash. We call him Sachet occasionally. All right, I'm just gonna refer to him whatever feels right in the we context of the situation. If we he's could. doing something dumb, we just call him Sal. If he's doing something smart, which is rarely, we call him Ash. Maybe we just refer to him as idiot in general. No, that's not nice. We can't do that. That, that is a little mean. Um, oh, besides, I, I call him Sal because he's the shape of water, right? I thought he was supposed to be like part water elemental, but then he said he had gills, which is more like merman. And... I thought you said he was slave. <laughs> uh, I mean, he was that at one point, too. Uh, uh, thankfully, we don't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. So he is not slave that you have purchased? No. No, no, no. no. He actually broke free. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure we more so rescued him. Okay, we're going to let Sal occasionally have a victory. Purchase. Get this same. Uh, No, it really isn't. Anyway, I thought his class was, um, not his class, uh, I think he told us his race was Undine. Yeah, but that's like closer to a water elemental. You wouldn't have gills. I don't know. I don't know what race he is either. Maybe it is just a cosmetic. Maybe his race does not matter. But Uh, he's a half-breed. Anyways, um, should, should we get going? I yeah. I mean, we can yeah, talk. A, we can debate about what he is, maybe when he's here, and he could just like tell us. Well, all right, fine. Snow starts to walk in to the passage sure. off the tracks on the side of them. Mm-hmm. Daniel is going to follow her. Uh, my my guy, Rolly, knowledge engineering, real quick. What time of day is it? it might be. It might be slightly afternoon at this point because you guys had to get here, but okay. it's it's still not evening yet. Uh, you'll be able to make it further in first. I rolled 29 on knowledge engineering. Upon closer inspection, these tracks look peculiar. Normally, train tracks really are just used as a literal guiding rail in order to make sure that the train is steered in the appropriate direction. But these seem to have curved nodules, uh, almost like hoses sticking out on the inside of the tracks, um, and they're curved going with the the trail the track line uh, and they seem to be there every every inch or so. What's the slope on this mountain? This section of the mountain like? Oh, it's actually relatively flat. Hmm. Maybe they're using this as some sort of extra grip for the train uh, because maybe they get too much ice on the rails or something. You do also notice that interestingly enough, it's it's not like they're just metal prongs, but they're hollow on the inside. Are you talking to yourself, Daniel? You can talk to me. I think he's thinking out loud. Yeah, just a little bit or a lot, maybe. A lot. What, what's so uh, intriguing here? It, it looks like a train track. Yeah, but there's these little nubbins, for lack of a better word. The nozzles? Like, kind of like a hose, but like, hmm. just the top of it. Oh, kind of curved. Know. Maybe because it is uh, steam powered, it blows air through and lifts up the train to go fast. Like air-powered, steam-powered, maybe. Is that yeah, possible? Is that no possible? Idea. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll see when we see the trains. So you're all conversing, hypothesizing about what's going on here. As you all are making your way down the tracks, further deeper into the mountain pass towards what seems like a bustling civilization, you do start to notice that there are actually dozens of people dotting the landscape of these cliff sides, all wearing mining gear. Some of them are moving the excavated substances into a series of carts, which all seem to be headed to this large tower made out of that same dark 
almost reflective stone or metallic substance. All of these individuals have pretty similar traits in, in forms of their clothing, at least, where they're all wearing these uh, dark, uh, almost knee-high boots. Uh, they almost are all wearing some form of overall, though some of the, the clasps and straps seem to be weathered and torn, and they all have on kind of dingy, ragged clothing, but all of them seem very hard at work. But the most noticeable thing is the demographic is not particularly discriminatory. While you see some of the anticipated middle-aged or younger males working, you also see some surprisingly elderly folk and even children. Well, it appears we arrived in the 1800s. Oh, geez. Not quite. Maybe. Um, we arrived in town, in, in Gim. Also correct. I was just more referencing the child labor and the heavy reliance on mining. And If child is not laboring, what did you labor child for? Uh, well, this would be considered mildly, no, not even mildly. This is dangerous work. Technically, walking through these caves is a risk for our lives. So these, these could collapse at any time. Okay. I mean, yeah. I don't see a problem with uh, people working, uh, doing this stuff that they are doing, as long as they are getting paid. Hang on, hang on. That is a two-year-old child walking around with a rock. He is not two. <laughs> Look uh, at he, him. He, he's probably at least like five or seven snow. Yeah. Okay, listen. I mean, small children are small. It they is are hard to distinguish babies. Between. I mean, I, I agree. I'm not defending the fact that there's a seven-year-old child with a mining outfit and a, a torch hat on right now, uh, carrying around a bag of what looks like coal? I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe it is the uh, type of shiny black rock that we are seeing. It doesn't look like it is coal. Uh, Snow is going to approach one of the workers or whoever's nearby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He heads or tails? Tails. You pick out a female. You find this uh, woman standing closer towards the tracks mining, uh, more so towards the summit of these two mountains. She has short cropped black hair. She looks like she'd probably be in her upper 40s with these gray strands going through her, her hair. Her overalls seem kind of tattered and one button is broke uh, and her white shirt is, well, you presume it was white ones, but it's kind of very dingy and stained with soot and uh, various other substances. Uh, and she's currently uh, busy working, but you do stop her for a moment. Uh, excuse me, miss? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm just wondering, I'm trying to get my bearings here. We've just arrived, and what, what, uh, place is oh, this? Oh, um, this, uh, you're currently over by, by the mines. Um, you, you, town is over that way. Uh, are you, are you new here? Uh, she, she seems very confused. We are travelers from overseas. Oh, uh, we haven't... I didn't even know that a boat was supposed to be coming in this month. Uh, normally they don't come during these tides. Uh, but welcome. Uh, strange you come from land, though. Uh, but nevertheless, welcome to Ereveldum. Uh, oh, Ereveldum? You can just call it Veldum for short. Most people do. And you said Veldum. How do you spell that? B-E-L-D-U-M. First try. Got it. Nice. It's almost like it's spelled phonetically. Uh, so what are you mining here? 
Oh, most all of this is, is coal here. We need it to, to heat our homes. Some of it is actually more of a um, an ignis plutonic rock. Do I hear this conversation going on, or am I, I close mean, enough to converse? I you are walking alongside of Snow. You can roll a perception check. You weren't particularly engaged in the conversation, but your entire party has halted at this point. I probably, like, walked about five feet away to whoever was closest. That, that's pretty much the distance, I assume. She isn't speaking in hushed tones, and she's addressing you like this should be common knowledge. 29. Yep. So you definitely hear, overhear the conversation, Daniel. So would that be obsidian rock? Oh, uh, you, you could call it that, I suppose. It is some form of dried and preserved magma. Both of my guesses were correct. Oh, oh, interesting. Um, we have a compatriot of ours who seem to have gotten lost in one of the snowstorms. Do you happen to know if they send out scouting parties or where they would take people that would be injured or lost in snow? Hmm. Quite rarely do we send out any parties out into the wilderness unless someone of grave importance somehow managed to get lost in the forest, but not many travel out that far. As you can see, the tracks end right by the mountain pass. The only reason we really have access to all of that is uh, in just in case we need extra timber, but nary is that ever a problem. How? Uh, I mean, I presume it's possible. Uh, you said they when were they lost? It was about one night ago. Oh, if he got caught uh, up in the blizzard, um... He may be suffering some severe conditions. Yes, uh, which is why we're concerned. He went off looking for some extra firewood for the evening. Hmm. Well, if anyone were to find him in an estate like that, they would immediately take him to the Department of Medical Assistance. Well, most people would. Uh, it's possible that some of the, the lower town folk may have more sympathy for him. Oh, well, who could we speak to about possibly getting together a search party? Oh, um, hmm. it's quite tricky to arrange those, as a matter of fact. Uh, you could go to the Department of Civil Order, I suppose, and if you had enough resource, I, I, I venture they wouldn't mind getting together a small band to look for him. But if he was brought, I would definitely say that the Department of Medical Assistance would be the first place to go. They document every coming and going from there. No one goes through without the Inquirers knowing. Oh, uh, Nutter, I... Uh, sorry, I have a question uh, for you as well. Sure, go ahead. Uh, you said the train tracks stop here, but does that mean the train is coming sometime soon, maybe? Uh, would it be passing through? Uh, it depends. I would have to check the reserves. Uh, most of the time, unless uh, we gather enough material, the train doesn't need to come until the shift end. And uh, when is it? Oh, shift end is not till till sunfall. Uh, that normally doesn't happen until 5 or 6 p.m. Past oh. those times, it becomes sub-freezing, and only the underdwellers are allowed around here. Underdwellers? So people oh, um, live, that, like, underground? Uh, you might as well at that point. There are individuals who are appropriately equipped to go into the deeper depths of the mine. Uh, they have protective gear on them for a number of various things, both the cold out here during the night times, which helps them survive the sub-freezing temperatures, but also to help them with the increasing heat as you get deeper in. Heat? As well, you get into what you think is mountain? Well, indeed. Uh, well, as you uh, go lower into the ground, the, you get closer to the core of the earth and the, it gets hotter. Well, yes, also, the core of the earth, which you would, one, have to dig quite deep, but two, if you are digging into a mountain, as she volcano, says in, in air quotes... Hush, no, I am trying to rest. I'm thinking the same thing. They're talking about magma dried on the surface. I gotcha, I gotcha. 
uh, but Snow looks at the group. Let's try and see if we can message Sal. And if he doesn't respond, we definitely should go and see this, well, depart- the Department of Civil Order, maybe, if we can't get him to respond. Uh, Regardless, it- I would probably recommend you waiting for the train. Traveling out through the wilderness can be quite taxing. Honestly, you'd probably make it in about the same time, whether you wait here or left now. It's quite a trek to the main city. Oh, that seems a bit reasonable. It's about three miles out from here. It would take you quite some time, and the train will be here in, uh, like I said, four or five hours. Ah, four or five hours. Three miles. If we go, we should have, uh, Elias, you were right, we should have all gotten some of those uh, potions of cold resistance. No, don't listen to Elias. She doesn't know anything about cold environments. Snow has this blank, like, uh uh-huh. And rolls her eyes. Uh-huh. I kid, I kid, Snow. I, I, I it was just. a compliment. Take it as as you can. A compliment? Well. Elias blushes. We have, what, five people with us right now, and two of us have mounts. And I'm sure Selena could summon something, so I, if we're not on foot and we're actually riding our mounts, I'm pretty sure we could probably get there quicker if we yeah. wanted. Yeah. we could wait for a train. That's four or five hours from now. That's if we don't get there soon enough. It. If Sal is out there and he is frozen, uh-huh. I mean, he's going to be dead, but I can uh-huh. still see his player icon and he looks like he's still alive. How about you send a message to Sal? If he doesn't answer in the four to five hours. Okay. <laughs> Selena. Yeah. Do you think you would be able to get a mount that could help carry two, um, two of you? Um, I, I can summon steeds for each of us. Well, I'm fine riding a Chia. He's actually really well equipped for going in so, I mean, cold weather. I can summon one for the three of us who don't have... Well, I mean, like, three, one per person, I suppose. That you mean to tell me that we could have been riding horses this entire time? Or no, it's, it's actually we... a little uh, tiring in order to, to bring them here, and they don't particularly like the weather, so I didn't want to subject them to that because I felt like it would be animal cruelty. That is understandable and very adorable. Does it have to be horses? Um, technically, no, it could be any large creature, but horses tend to be the most easy to, to rear and control. Elias perks up and she looks at Selena any large creature? Uh, I suppose but if I summon something like a large cat it may just see you and want to bite your face off. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you also have to use your skill ability for a ride so if you don't have that I recommend getting a creature uh, you can drive. I, I can, if yeah, if I summon the horses the horses are generally pretty tame and I, if I just speak to them for a moment um, we should be able to Get, get on some good terms and they'll be able to carry you. What do you think, Daniel? Well, waiting around out here isn't ideal and if we can get a mount for all of us to get into town, that could be the difference between us meeting Sao in a good state and us meeting Sao in a not-so-great state. In a dead state. But at the uh, same time, we can explore this building and wait for a cool train. Trains? I would wait for the train. No, Wilson, uh, this w- is not, we're not going on the turtle stint. Uh, miss, uh, lady, I want to do... Uh, is she still there? She has walked on, and she's actually headed towards the large black tower by the now. She looks like she had filled her bag, and she's walking over to a cart. Am I able to catch up to her? Yeah, you can run up to her. I run up to her. Sure. Uh, miss, I, I don't believe I got your name, but I want to do a thank you for your information and help. It was very useful. And uh, she gives her one gold coin. 
she kind of blinks her eyes and tilts her head and looks confused. Um, what is this? It is coin. Uh, strange. Um, it is money. I, I've never seen gold preserved in such a state. Um, it, it and is. she kind of grabs it and she kind of bites down on it. I suppose this would be a conductive substance and may be able to fetch something, so... Wait. Uh, appreciated. One more quick question. Do, is this not the common currency where you are? Hmm. Currency. Um, Money. Mm. Something that can be traded for goods and or services. Oh, 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 no. Normally most people don't um, handle in conductive metals like this in order for trade. Uh, what do you handle in? Uh, resources, most most casually. Um, any form of food is highly sought after. Wood, coal, iron, any ore. Um, conductive metals uh, are rarely used um, unless you're doing some higher-end uh, electric experiments. Uh, the conductivity can be rather useful, but most people don't tend to dabble on those. Um, you could maybe get a, a fetching price for them at, at the um, the Department of Education. I know that some of the students there have been requesting uh, some of these rare minerals, but uh, it's been put on hold because it hasn't been deemed overly necessary. Mm, thank you. That is quite helpful. Oh, no. And uh, Elias will walk back over to the group. And you see as she dumps the rest of her bag of these strange rocks into this cart, which seems now mostly fooled, and she pulls down on a clasp, uh, which is attached to a lever, and then she pulls it back. Uh, and a little red light on the side of it turns green. And all of a sudden, you just hear a... And some steam starts to pour out the undercarriage of it. And then you just hear what Daniel would have described as a reciprocating gear. And the cart goes down the track towards the Black Tower. So GM, it's using, so there's steam going through the rails and the steam drives an engine that moves the carts and trains around. So go ahead, roll a another knowledge engineering on this specific piece of equipment. So I rolled a nat crit. Nice. So that is a 42 total. <laughs> Um, this you can expertly deem that these two tracks are completely separate from one another. These tracks seem a lot more reasonable to what you would presume, uh, that it was just a guiding rail. The steam is actually coming from a pneumatic system. This pneumatic actuator seems to be powering a piston, which is firing off these reciprocating gears on the cart. But it doesn't seem that these tracks have inlined the same steam nozzles, which are lining the other track. Oh, so it's two completely different systems. Interesting. Oh, wait, wait, what was that? Oh, just me talking to myself and thinking out loud like a completely normal person. Daniel, you, oh, okay. That's fine. you seem to talk to yourself a lot. Are you lonely? No, I just talk to myself a lot. Fair enough. Sometimes you have to talk to yourself because no one else will understand what you're saying. Uh, what were you doing over there with her, Elias? Well, I was trying to compensate her for her time and information, uh, so I gave her a gold piece, huh. uh, but... <laughs> What's wrong? Uh, yeah, apparently uh, this is not common currency on wait, this floor. Wait, what? She said something about it being a conductive metal in currency, stuff that it's traded for usual goods and services, is stuff like food and uh, ore. Uh, oh, no. Wait, Daniel, you so, can make food. 
Yeah, doesn't it disappear after like 12 hours? We should have brought Clyde. Isn't that like effectively stealing? Oh yeah, I'm gonna give you this food. It's gonna disappear in the next 10 minutes though. Woo, give me that toy. Listen. Right out of the candy shop. Well, it's gonna disappear if they eat it anyway. Yeah, but like some people like to preserve their rations for the winter. Maybe Look we at where just, we are. You know what? Maybe, Maybe we, we should, should start a restaurant. Yes. We could. We could make a killing, except I believe that between uh, the two of them and Wilson Points, they can only make so much food. Well, uh, yeah, between the two of us, I mean, it'll be a popo Maybe a couple of dozen people. Well, beside the point, uh, let's see if we can get a hold of Sal. Good idea. Message. I you already messaged you. No, we've been talking this whole time. My word. Been figuring things out, you know? Well, we could also message Clyde and ask him to send us stuff, perhaps. If I thought that's your possible. Clyde friend was very sad and depressed. He oh, is. Oh, he is. But when you are depressed, one cooks. And then eats a lot of the food. Oh, no. Is he fat? Uh, is, he? is currently, yes. <laughs> that sounds apt. Thor Ark. Here we go. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> was he previously? No. He was a very spindly, thin, frail man. Wait, wait, wait. He put, hold on. I oh, know. the man how, put on some weight. How much? In how many days? Two weeks. How much? We weren't gone for two weeks. Oh, uh, it's been Wilson, a while. Wilson, it's been like, you don't, it just, it doesn't work that way, Wilson. It I don't know. Game physics would argue differently, apparently. Yeah. Wait, 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 Wilson, how much did he put on in the two weeks? He uh, says putting two weeks in air know, quotes. like maybe like 10 or 20 pounds. Okay, that's okay, not bad. Okay, that's not okay, bad okay. Uh, yeah, 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 calm way, down. The He's way just... you put it made it sound like. Yeah, it... but it's like centralized in an area and it's really awkward. <laughs> anyway, besides be the point, oh, Wilson, thanks. to be fair, that doesn't really change anything between me and Clyde because, like, it, we. I'm just, just saying, at the rate he's going, if we're on this floor for another, like, month, that man may weigh 300 pounds. Whoa. Selena, you're single. Yeah. D don't worry about it. You I'm just are thinking. also single, Snow. Yes, I am. I am so, also a singular individual. As is Daniel, and if we find him, maybe Ash. Who knows? Hey. Hey, Wilson, what about you? Are you a singular individual? I am saving myself <laughs> for, for the what? right person. <laughs> anyway, Snow messages Sal. Okay. Sounds good. What do you say? Hey, I'm. You didn't answer my last like three messages. I'm just checking on you. Are you okay? Are you? Are you? If you're dead, I mean, I won't get a response. But are you okay? Where are you? Elias also messaged Sal. Are you dead? Question mark. So, hey buddy. I, I'm, I'm answer gonna, me. I'm your friend. I'm gonna respond to Elias first and say yes, and then I'm gonna respond Daddy, to. <laughs> and then I'm going to respond to Snow Message and say, Oh, I'm more than good. I think I just met the love of my life. Send. Snow, uh, he says he is dead. Oh, but he just told me he met the love of his life. Maybe she was drop dead gorgeous. Ah, uh, you said it before me. I was literally going to say that, but okay. I'm, can I try giving Elias a high five for making a joke? That was actually a good one. Yeah, of course, by all means. Daniel attempts to give Elias a high five and just hangs in the air for a few moments. Elias flinches and punches you. In the face? In the chest. Uh, Daniel, why are you initiating combat? This is not the time. <laughs> uh, Maybe some Dan other time. Daniel is going to blink and be like, uh, 
this was a high five, Elias. It, it is, is a mark of congratulations and excitement. Why not just say congratulations? I have incitement. Who else texted me? Did Wilson text me? Yeah. What do you say? Uh, hey, how's it going, buddy? You want to respond to me? I'm your best friend. Hi, best friend. Yes, yes, I'm okay. Oh, find me, find me at this hospital place. Oh, oh. Can I send coordinates? Oh, my man, you can, you can send, you can send cords. Okay, I'm gonna send him coordinates. Find me here. My best friend, XOXO. Oh, Snow, he, he is in the city, and he's actually in the, the Department of Medical Assistance. Why did he, he, what, why is he telling, ah, okay. Well, I asked where he was. I asked if he, okay, that's to be fair. Also pretty obvious why. Best friend, okay? That's yes. pretty, yeah. Clearly. Good friends. <laughs> Guild you know? leader, best friend. Uh, priorities. 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 All right, fine. Okay, so, well, I don't feel like waiting around here for four or five hours. I don't know about anybody else. I ignore Elias if she says anything. <laughs> Preemptively <laughs> ignoring. Snow, why are you turn your back to me? That is Snow. <laughs> so yeah, like very like just straight up turns back. I don't know about Snow. anybody else. Snow. We should why? probably go get Sal. Why would you Snow is no longer facing anyone? <laughs> She's facing Nichia, I'm patting him. There you go. <laughs> so as you all begin to walk and organize yourselves, you hear a really large sound. Um, it's towards the scale of the reciprocating gear that you heard previously, but uh, imagine it like 20 times larger and you just hear something whirring up. And then you just hear this loud smashing noise and you even begin to feel slight tremors emanating all around you. That felt like a massive mining piece of equipment. Ugh. And it's continuing to go on as you're speaking. Is it getting closer? It's not getting closer, but it seems to be getting more violent and stronger the longer we wait. Maybe uh, it is some sort of droil. Uh, I, I go and find another NPC. Uh, and as you do that, you hear a large explosion. Elias grabs her gun. And the earth shakes, and the tremor is much more violent this time, and you see as a lot of the rocks from up on the cascading cliffside begin to tumble down, and a lot of the people are scurrying, running for their lives, as some of these boulders are starting to cascade, and there's a rock slide enveloping. I need all of you to roll a reflex save. Except for Sal, who's enjoying himself. You're reflexing to dodge all those women's advances. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. 27. Woo. GM? Yeah. GM? Yeah. <laughs> Crit fail. Oh! Uh, Yo, someone else might be going to the Department of Medical Assistance. Uh, Why do all of my roles crit fail when it Is she going to be like... 24. Is she going to be like 10 inches hey, taller? Hey, my hey, nat reflex there? is 11, so 12. So as you are all dodging, rolling, ducking for cover behind these various pieces of equipment, trying to get more so to the other cliffside, which seems more so intact and stable, but you realize that you are kind of in a little bit of a cavernous ravine here between these two mountains. There isn't too much for safety. And underneath this catastrophic event, this calamity of boulders tumbling down upon you, Elias does get caught, and you also hear the shrieks and screams of numerous other people all around, as you notice that she may not have been the only victim of said rock slide. Mm -hmm. Elias, you notice that you did 
break your left leg. And you do notice as you take... I have 104 HP. Okay, you're good. You notice as you take 37 damage from this boulder. What? Freaking dying, boy! The boulder comes crashing down, and as it rolls at an immense velocity, it comes, and as you're running, uh, it hits the side of your leg and crashes in and breaks it horizontally across the bone. Ah! Oh! Oh, okay. Oh, that's gonna leave a mark. Ooh. Torn oh. meniscus, torn ACL. Uh, but you also do hear a high-pitched women's scream off in the distance. Ah! Is everyone okay? <laughs> yeah, besides all the dust that's all around. Does Elias even hear that? Um, you have a ringing in your ears, and you are pumping and filled with adrenaline, the pain searing up your entire leg. Everything seems fine. It's almost numb at this point, but the sharp pain is impossible to ignore right down by your your lower extremity. I rolled for this, by the way. I nat crit and then crit filled. Jeez, Okay. <laughs> All right, so we heard a scream, and then we heard Aleus scream. Yep. Oh, there's a cacophony of screams and shouting, and you see Aleus was able to thankfully... Uh, roll a strength check for me real quick. Don't be a one. Uh, it was not a one. was not. 19. Aleus was able to push this uh, medium-sized boulder from off of her leg, which was pinning her. She see, sends the heave it off, and it seems as if she's fine, but off in the distance, you see a, a number of male figures trying to lift this this much larger monstrous rock. The rock itself seems to be taller than all of the men put together, right? it seems like they're just trying to heave it up enough, and you see a, a small figure maybe pinned underneath. Snow's going to run that way. She's fine, you say, as they see bones sticking out of her leg mm. and blood. She's fine. fine. So, what does everyone do? Like Snow runs over to the uh, to the group of individuals. Selena would immediately panic, running over to Elias. Oh, oh my, I barely know you, and now you're bleeding, and there is bone ex- exposed, and I was not prepared for this. Um, I, oh. I fainted in triage last time. Um to calm down. This is not the worst injury I've had. Um, I find that very unlikely. <laughs> um, uh, and she does manage to, uh, this, uh, here, and she hands you a stick. <laughs> Bite down on that. <sighs> okay. And she is going to attempt to reset, well, like, kind of push the leg back into its appropriate position because it is kind of bowed oh, really not awkwardly. A good plan. No, 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 not here. She's no, not. No, uh, no, no, no. She tries to do this and oh. then immediately almost faints. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. No, 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 no. Okay, you can stop biting on the stick now. It's screaming, you're screaming, I'm Does screaming. It? I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm, not, no! I'm not screaming. That's you. Just <sighs> calm. I have a lot of okay. adrenaline in me. It's okay, making my leg feel completely good. numb. Oh, the pain will set in much later. Oh, that, that, that is not reassuring. Um, I'm going to run over and gently tap Elias and use cure. Selena is doing likewise. So serious wounds, I guess. But would that wouldn't help a broken leg? No, you have to use like um. There's a spell that's I think is it restoration for that? I don't think it's restoration. Maybe regeneration, Regeneration which uh, fixes broken limbs. I think rege- regeneration is basically like, oh, you lost a limb? Mm, bang, no one. 
Um, Unfortunately, it's a level seven spell. Yeah, and Selena does not have access to that either. It's a level nine spell for druids, clerics level seven. Oof. I mean, to be fair, you're growing back an organ or limb. Yeah. You don't have to grow back the limb. My leg's not detached. It takes three full rounds to cast it. Oh to my grow gosh. back a limb. Stop growing back a limb. I still have my leg. No, I'm no, just no, saying. No. So under worst case scenario, if somebody lost a limb in combat, well, not in combat, but if they lost <sighs> a limb and lived through it, you could get it back. It would just take three full rounds to cast the spell. You can um, you can do a heal check on her. You can set a bone with that. Uh, snow, but right now, Snow is running over. She'll she'll come back eventually. <laughs> that's all I... So I'm going to roll for a heal check? Yeah. Five. Yeah, that's what Selena rolled too. <laughs> Let's try again. Um, you, I'm only allowing you to roll that once in this situation. So you are able to heal off the hit point damage. And it seems as if somehow, uh, via uh, magic and bandages, the bleeding has been stifled. You are currently at a minus two to both strength and dexterity. Oh, dang. Okay, well, at least the bleeding has stopped. That's good. Uh, This is the best I can do for now. Uh, We're not equipped for this. Um, There's a medical department I hear. Yes, they there sound is. nice. Are you okay, Selena? Uh, mild panic attack. There Seems... isn't medication in this game. Come on. Uh, it seems you're more oh, tight I than need I, a, I need. A, I need a paper bag. And she's just kind of like breathing in and out from her hands. Um, and eventually, uh, real quick question is: I don't. How do I put this to not break the tension? Is Elias susceptible to attractive men? Yes. Okay. Wilson <laughs> comes up. Uh, give me two seconds. It, to put to put it shortly, yes. But she, it would be mostly because she hasn't encountered many in her lifetime. That's fair. That's fair. Um, like men that she's experienced genuine attraction to. No offense, Daniel. Um, <laughs> um like physical attraction. Is she? Uh, real life is school and um, the academy. And let's just say the guys there aren't, aren't really doing it for her. And also it's mostly a girl's school, so. Okay, uh, so I there is a, uh, a man who runs up and approaches you uh, and he's currently carrying what seems to be some form of gurney. Uh, and he comes up, is everyone all right? Well, she, well. He's... You gotta describe him. And you see before you a really tall uh, man who. Can I wait? Hold on. <laughs> I, I'm I sure. said, no, 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 no. She she needs to admire it more. Give it a moment. <laughs> I'm trying to see if this is actually like, like body body Meow. yes, but like his nose is wonky. Uh, so you see a very strong and sturdy chiseled man who seems to have some form of a beard and mustache fading in, but he has very well-kept hair. Can I roll for how well Elias is dealing with pain? Sure, absolutely. Would that be Will? Yes. Mm, for, mm. Nah, crit! Nice. You are handling the pain like a champion. It doesn't even seem like it's set in. You are pumping with it adrenaline. Okay. Uh, and he just comes over? He comes over. Is everyone all right? Well, oh. we stopped the bleeding on uh, her, but... Uh, I'm fine. I'm. Oh, I am fine. No. I'm. Um. Uh, everyone else is preoccupied, but I I can help you here. Uh, please uh, assist me. Get her on the stretcher. No, of no, course. I'm, I'm fine. Honestly, ma'am. I, and he puts his hand on your shoulder. <laughs> please allow us. We will take care of you here. 
you have a broken leg. I don't think you're going anywhere fast. I'm gonna need to... Okay, so the first will save was for the pain. This will save is gonna be to see if she loses cognitive thought at the, no. <laughs> the sight of the man. It is 18 plus 6, that is 24 for my will, and I am keeping, or, <clears throat> Elias is keeping her composure at the sight of this uh, mm. very, very attractive man. Yes. And his physical contact towards her. I, <clears throat> I assure you, I'm fine, honestly. It is a flesh wound. <laughs> right. Do not worry, I can take you somewhere safe. You will not have to deal with the Department of Medical Assistance. Oh? Wouldn't they be able to help me, though? I mean, like... Mm. Well, I'm sorry, we're new here. We we don't know much. <sighs> Daniel, I see we follow him. I don't know this man, but I trust him. Uh, Daniel will nod with his eyes. Do I get to the rock at some point? Uh, you do. You make your way over to the rock, Johnson. <laughs> we were thinking the same thing. Uh, you make your way over to this absolutely massive boulder. It seems to be like 15 feet tall and almost 20 or 30 feet wide. It's crag-like and malformed, but it seems as if a part of it is actually splinted and is crushing the lower half of a small child. Heel <laughs> check. Is that child going to live? 17. From your understanding, if he did, he would probably lose both of his legs. Okay, paraplegic, got it. All right, uh, Snow is going to lift the rock after taking a bull strength potion. Okay. Which gives her a mod of six. Okay. Am I able to lift this rock? Uh, you, when you come over, there are multiple men already attempting to lift this massive rock. And with you joining in, uh, and another woman as well, you both manage to heave it up just enough, uh, that a woman rushes by and is able to drag him out. But it does look like everything from just above his knees down is completely shattered. And it is completely limp, malformed, and useless. A tattered mess, honestly. I have cure moderate wounds, which I will use on the child. Okay. 20. All right. So as you give this to him, he seems to quiet down almost, and it is successfully able to almost act like a painkiller in essence. And while you know from your understanding that the hit point damage may have been restored, the use of the limbs will not have been. And he seems as if he is trying to muster his strength and, and sit upright, but his legs... Are, are not listening to him, and he screams and pounds his fists at the ground, and he shouts, Up, Don, you! Up! I'm sorry. This is all I can do right now. I don't have the ability to put your legs back together. Um, and it seems as if uh, another woman runs over, and she weepingly embraces him uh, and begins crying, uh, and a couple of the men are able to put him on the stretcher. Uh, okay. And they do begin carrying him off. And the mother uh, does manage to say to him, no, Come on now, Oliver. I, I just hang in there. Uh, we'll, we'll get your attention by whatever means necessary. That's kind of ominous. Uh, that's really, really scary. That's really, yeah, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, that's the start of a supervillain right there. Snow starts to walk away, looking back at the um, mother and child as she's going off with him, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's walking back towards where the uh, rest of the group was. Okay. And I assume, did Elias already get dragged off by the time I get back? Uh, uh, you see that Elias is currently being carried on a stretcher by Daniel and a, another man who you do not recognize, uh, and Wilson uh, clo close behind, kind of uh, having his arm around Selena as she seems also heavily distraught. Uh, uh, Snow runs over. Where are we going? What, what's going on? What? 
Oh, Elias. Oh God, don't worry. Don't worry, no, it is flesh wound. This, this may be a problem. I, I don't know if we could treat her, but uh, it would be a better alternative. I hate to see what that young boy is going through right now, but her condition seems less severe. Uh, well, are, are we going to the um, Department of Medical Assistance or... Because uh, we have a friend who's there that we need to retrieve. Uh, roll a sans motive against him. He just wants to sweep her away. Uh, uh, it's an 11. Can Elias roll a sense motive? Sure. Uh, 17. Snow, you are able to sense that he does not intend on taking her to the Department of Medical uh, Assistance, uh, which concerns you because you have no idea what he does have in store. Elias, you sense this, but you do sense that he genuinely hopes that wherever he is taking you will be able to help you, but he is uncertain to the point where it could be detrimental. Can I ask why you do not wish to go to Department of Medical Service, sir? Depends on who you are. I it... am Elias. It is nice to meet you. Figures. For you lot, I wouldn't recommend. Uh, well, we we have to get our friend from the, uh, the place where they do the medical stuff. If we don't, I mean... Uh, seems I'm... like you are already in a bind. I'm I'm sorry, sir. We're not from here. Could Could you just explain to us what the tension seems to be from? Because... And maybe your name? No, the name is Sebastian. Damn. <laughs> what a name. Right. <laughs> okay. I feel like I've already met a Sebastian in game. <laughs> She's just scrolling back over to the shirtless picture. <laughs> Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian, you say. Sebastian. Ooh. <laughs> well, the only thing I could think to do, like, Wilson, you, did you get the location of where Sal is? Uh, yeah, he said, like I, like you just said, and I told you, he is out by the Department of Medical Asso Assistance right now, apparently. He, he mentioned that he might have been going to get his stuff, but I don't know where that would be. Well, I'm sorry, uh, sir. I'm not trying to interrupt you. I'm just concerned because this person has been missing from our group for a day. They probably already had enough time to get to him then. Get to him? What, whoa, 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 whoa. what does that mean? Never mind. Continue your explanation, sir. And he looks around amidst all the screaming and running, the chaos, the machines clanging, and everyone attempting to make their way about. This should be enough cover. And he kind of goes to a low tone, almost like a whisper, as if he's trying to hide something. I mean, the Department of Medical Assistance is a bit of an oxymoron, isn't it? They will assist you, of course. And they have some of the greatest technological advancements the world has ever seen. Undoubtedly, they would be able to save someone on the brink of death. But nothing comes for free. And if you do not have the resource to pay for it, you are trapped in servitude, much more like myself. And he kind of notions towards his one arm. And you see that there is a, a metal replacing a lot of the, like half of the skin. It looks like half of his arm is regular until it goes up to the bicep and his entire bicep is almost um, completely metallic, but his hand is actually still quite human. Uh, now I under, now I get why picking up what I'm are you, are you, I want, Like, is that a way to keep you in line? Like it'll explode or kill you or something? Uh, no, the explosion got me once and he kind of dinks on his arm. 
That's what put me in the spine. There was a mining accident. Uh, like the one that just happened, or was that not Similar. an accident? But uh, at the time, I was a, a registered underdweller. The collapse and the initial explosion tore off half my arm. Luckily, it was salvaged. Uh, I say luckily, so then they reattached it. And he moves around his left hand. Oh, gosh. Why do I think and imagine that Sal is going to end up a slave again? Well, it's, <laughs> it's looking more likely. The arm won't explode, but God forbid the abjurers come for you. Ooh. Who are they? Maybe we should, like, uh, I mean, I don't Yes, need anyways, <laughs> hurried. Um, yeah, maybe we the, should. The decision need me be made quickly. Maybe we should. If you trust in me, I cannot guarantee you. Uh, at worst, it would have to be amputated. At best, we could recover it, but undoubtedly, if you went to the Department of Medical Assistance, they would have some form of cure, but at the cost, I do not know. Okay, what keeps you... Uh, never, like, like, why don't we, like, walk and talk? I don't mean <laughs> to be pushy, honestly. I'm great with pain, but there is and bone sticking out of my leg. As you are talking, you are all hearing in quick succession this irregular popping sound it sounds like compressed air almost being released in short spurts but it's kind of loud and it seems like it's all happening in unison the train sebastian what is that noise it's the train uh what you would all describe as a train does eventually stop right before you but it doesn't come to a screeching halt it makes almost a silent steam Oh, we got steam power. Man, they are advanced. Roll a knowledge engineering check. I told you. You were 100% on the money, by the way. Daniel, Daniel, I told you. It's the things they have, and then it comes out. Your decision must be made now. Oh, okay. Now that the preservers are here, I only have but a few moments to get you away. If you wish to go with them, I will acquiesce, but... That decision is yours. Elias, if you want to, you can go with Daniel and them to get your leg fixed, and I, maybe Wilson and I can go and get Sal. Selena, maybe go with Elias. Uh, uh, um, if that's I don't what you want do to. really well uh, with uh, uh, all this. She, she doesn't do know. well with Maybe uh, take Selena with you. Uh, she doesn't. Uh, she's freaking out more than me. Okay, well, we have to get Sal back, especially if he's with these Doma people. Oh, well, Snow, Snow, give me, give me, Elias reaches out her arm for Snow. Snow takes her hand and comes closer, and Elias will put her other hand on top of it. Snow, you do what you must do. I will do what I must do, and I must follow handsome man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I meant I must get my leg fixed. Okay, Sebastian, Elias and I will go with you, and, and I guess everyone else will go look for Sal. All right, uh, did you roll your knowledge engineering check for me? I did. I got a 20. Nice. Well, not total. I mean, it's a 42 total. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the train is interesting as you notice that the wheels, it does not appear to be a, it is a reciprocating gear, but not in the same way that the previous one was. There isn't a steam canister on this train, but rather you notice that there are holes in the wheels, and it lines up perfectly with the nozzles on the ground. So you would assume that there is a steam line running underneath the entire track, which is, as the train moves, pushing steam into the wheels to propel it forward. 
And you can also notice as the steam that goes in comes out the bottom to help it lift off the ground with the forward motion. Interesting. Well, yeah, Elias, you were right. <laughs> I have <about> what? <laughs> I <laughs> need uh, everyone who is going with Sebastian to roll a stealth check. 14. 17. I rolled a 20. I'm right behind all of you. Amazing. We never <laughs> even knew it. <laughs> oh, hi, Sal. <laughs> Wait, you can't see me. <laughs> I have a very high stealth. As all of you are trying to duck away, it would appear as if it is too late. You are all stopped by a number of men in long white coats, and they quickly guide you and whisk you away. Clearly, you all need medical attention. You, you must have been caught in the, the rock slide. Come with us. We'll, we'll, we'll take you for care. Oh, no, no, I'm fine, honestly. Tell them you abstain. Uh, I have a stain. <laughs> I'm fine. I, it is, uh, it is minor injury. Uh, do not fine. worry. It, it, it will all be covered. By the Department of Medical As- Assistance. Daume. <laughs> Daume. And no, Sebastian think... even is not objecting to this, for he realizes that it is too late. For once requested, one cannot simply decline. Is that what they say? No. That's oh. what he knows. But he knows, and he's not speaking up. And he is actually now assisting them in carrying you on to the back of this cart on the train. Oh, oh the- it looks like everyone's going this way anyways. Uh, um, I don't trust white coats. Uh, no. So what do you want me to do? You want me to set your leg? I don't know. Elias grabs her gun. Uh, I don't know. And <laughs> you do notice as though there are a number of these individuals in white coats uh, who are assisting all of you onto the train, there are a number of men also in black coats, but they are not assisting any of the civilians. They are just standing, four of them, one on each corner of each cart, and they seem to be armed. Oh, snow is another cold. You cannot see their face, for they have these black metallic face guards on with large goggles and black caps. Oh, they have black coats, black boots, black pants, almost everything. And even Stylish. a metallic black rifle seemingly strewn across their back. Oh, reminds <gasps> me of that one obscure show, Taker Guy. <laughs> Repo what? Man. No, it does what? not. Taker Repo guy. Man. Oh. Repo uh, Man. Taker Guy. Oh, okay. I was like, what? You guys are always referencing these shows. I don't watch them. It's no... So if this is another cult town, some cultish thing going on. It I sounds kind of culty, oppressive, communist, fascist. No, no, it sounds no, they want no. It would not be communist. We can't. That's not what it is. Daniel stands between the hat. We communist we, is we, about uh, equality. Uh, uh, hey, 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 hey. How about this, we d- d- debate the. The Don't you know how history? about we debate the uh, d- Daniel, pros and Daniel, cons uh, b- b- of different political structures at a later time when you don't have bone sticking out of your leg? Hey, I'm fine. You know what? If bone it, it really does it make you uncomfortable, maybe you don't look uh, at bone. Okay, 
Uh, Mr. White, the guy in a white coat. <laughs> Mr. White. <laughs> Mr. White. Uh, yes, is this something I could assist you with? You see, we are travelers from out of town, very f- from overseas, actually. Uh, we don't happen to have your currency or way to provide for these medical uh, services. That's fine. Everything is provided for by the the Department of Medical Assistance. Uh, the Department of Resources can be contacted if need be, uh, but everything will be provided to you for See, by the people. that me. For free? Everything is provided by the community. Communist! Communist! Elias glares at Snow. Snow just looks back and like whisp- like hisses that communist. What we? Daniel does not entirely give a damn about this conversation. Um, what really he's... worries me is that they have guns. I haven't encountered any guns other than my own in this game so far. So far, it's only been something like swords, daggers, weird. Well, this is a more advanced society. Yeah, and, and so I lose my edge of mm, gadgets, gizmos. <gasps> gadgets, gizmos. Gadgets, gizmos. As you are seemingly excitable and currently heavily injured, one of the men in black coats walks over to you. <laughs> Uh, oh, and mm-hmm. and he motions, and two of the people in white coats start to pin you down by the uh, shoulder. Uh, no, no, I don't like this. Elias will try to bite them. Uh, that is fine. You can you can do that. Roll to hit. Elias, you're making it worse. You Stop. Are, you are ma- the, there. It was a five roll. So seriously, Elias, what good is gonna come yes. of this? No, no, I don't like this. Trust it's me. so culty. Trust me, this will help. And you see as there is a really large green green syringe and he just just stabs it in. Uh, uh, What was that? It was a sedative. What kind of sedative? I am a medical professional student. I am not. (laughs) 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 This is what is provided by department. Uh, Do not worry. uh, The community cares. Hmm. Can I roll perception check to get a better look at his rifle? Sure, absolutely. Twenty-four total. Yeah, you can. It's, take it him. seems to be a, a long-barrel revolver rifle. It seems to have only be able to hold a set number of rounds, probably anywhere between six to eight, and it seems to have a canister on the back of the hilt. But it is kind of hard to understand what that may be. Context clues would indicate, though. It is probably a compressed air gun. We should just wait this out until we get to the Doma place. I assume I'm knocked out. Yes, you are. You are unconscious. And as you hear the mechanism begin to start up, the air glider begins to move backwards further deeper into the mountain pass and eventually towards Air Veldum. And I think that's where we're going to leave off for this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd. I hope you all enjoyed the new setting and atmosphere. We are out of the woods quite yet, but into the landslide. So I hope you all enjoyed. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd. We hope you will continue to follow along on our journey. And if you want to, you can subscribe to the podcast in whatever app that you're using, including YouTube. Hey, uh... You know, you can support us in other ways, too, by sharing the podcast with other people that you would think would enjoy it or even people you think wouldn't enjoy it. But then somehow, suddenly they do enjoy it. (gasps) 
magic. Mm. Uh, you can also go to our Patreon. The link is in the description below where you can donate monthly to us and get some free goodies uh, in regards to that, including early releases of episodes, uh, some encounter maps made by the GMs as well as session notes. So consider doing that. And you can also join us in our Discord where we all hang out, we chat, we play among us and scream at each other because... Somebody Snow keeps... gets killed for the first round every, every single time. time. Listen, the bloopity bloop room is the only room that I know. And I think that's electric. Beside the point. All right, guys, thank you so much. And we hope to have you join us next week with the gate. Wait, no, not gate. God, not. Next week with Sword Out Online on. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.